Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Right here. for joining you from Rogers Place, the Edmonton Oilers, back on the ice. Lots to get to. Of course, that was the Counting Crows to open today's show. Charlie Gillingham, who's a keyboardist for the Crows, 61 years of age today. And you know what? I just like the song. That's all there is to it. This is Oilers Now. We got a lot to get to. Uh, there's been some developments over the course of... Uh, the last few minutes, the Edmonton Oilers uh, hit the ice today at 11 o'clock. Uh, we will tell you that Connor McDavid, Tyson Berry, and Derek Ryan, who flew back uh, with three media members um, on Saturday night on a private charter in Edmonton, were on the ice for today's full practice. Kyle Turris has been placed uh, in COVID protocol. We'll give you a full update that front with our top story here coming up momentarily. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex, by Alicia Next, Office Network Printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. A lot of discussion around Evander Kane coming up in the first half hour. A lot of discussion on the Oilers situation heading into Saturday's game against the Ottawa Senators as it pertains to COVID protocol. Regular Wednesday contributors to today's show, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network, David Staples, political affairs columnist and cult of hockey writer for the Edmonton Journal, and John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. They will all join us. Of course, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0068. Slot machines at the River Cree open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances of winning nonstop excitement on the biggest gaming floor in Western Canada. Plus, enjoy daily dining specials at their more than 10 great restaurants and bars. For more information, head to RiverCreeResort.com. And you can text us, and believe me, you do, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0068. Ashley Fine Floors. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott's over at the 630 Ched Studios. Straight into our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Well, uh, much of the hockey world, and certainly in Edmonton, because of some comments made yesterday by Ken Holland, the general manager of the Edmontoners, uh, about the owner's potential interest in Evander Kane, uh, has been around Evander Kane in the National Hockey League. I can tell you, I probably took 
17 to 21, 22 calls last night from people, you know, you know, and, and lots of people have opinions. Elliot Friedman breaking about an hour today that the NHL has notified teams in its investigating process of Evander Kane crossing the border uh, from U.S. into Canada on December 29th. Kane tested positive for COVID uh, on December 21st and flew to Vancouver on the 29th. In the termination notice from San Jose, it was alleged he did not have proper medical clearance. The NHL is now doing a full investigation. This will likely, says Friedman, prevent Kane from signing in the short term as teams await for the uh, results. Uh, you know, Twitter is an interesting thing. You get lots of perspective, lots of feedback. Um, and, you know, uh, not everybody, it, it's funny, you can put out straight factual information and still uh, have people, uh, you know, reach back to you. And I know that I tweeted the, earlier this morning uh, before Elliot's report came out that we know that Ken Holland has spoken to Vander Kane's agent, Dan Milstein. I mentioned that from 2018-19 through the 2021 season, Kane was tied for 22nd in the NHL in goal scoring with 78 goals. Kane is a legit top six forward who can score and is physical. He would be a rental with zero assets going out. And the response was pretty interesting. Wide variance of it. I know Brendan Escott's back in the 630 Chad studio. What was it, about 60-40 in terms of uh, people saying the Oilers should go after Evander Kane? Is that was that sort of the numbers that ended up coming in, or did those numbers fluctuate a bit? Yeah, but it was, so we ran that poll, as a matter of fact, online, and that uh, that garnered sixty-one to thirty-nine in favor of taking the flyer on Kane at about a million dollars for one season. Yeah, and uh, you know, so we'll we'll see what happens here. I mean, the general consensus is the Edmonton Oilers are positioned, and it makes you can make a compelling argument. Um, as to why it makes sense from the Kane camp's perspective, because he's got to resuscitate his NHL career. But nothing's going to happen until a league allows it to happen, and there's more investigation with the process taking place. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that uh, are playing the moral judgment card. We're going to get some different perspectives during the course of uh, today's show. Um, And at this time, we're going to actually head into... Uh, we'll do the Oilers lineup report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home, list your old home. Sold today, Edmonton.ca. Kyle Turris goes into COVID protocol today. The Oilers had 15 skaters on the ice. Uh, three groups of five. McDavid was on a line with Dreisaitl and Cassian. Pulley was playing right wing on a line with McLeod and Hyman. Uh, Derek Ryan was on a line with Shore and Sevier. The six defensemen that were on the ice were Nurse, Keith, CeCe, Lagason, Barry, and Chris Russell. Those were the six that were on the ice. Both Smith and Koskinen were out there. So far, the only Oiter players that have not gone through... Uh, COVID protocol have been Leon Dreisettle, Zach Hyman, Colton Sevier, uh, Chris Russell, and then Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen. So uh, six of the players that are currently up with the team right now. And with Kyle Turris going into COVID protocol, the Oilers currently have a total of nine players in protocol. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto, Tyler Benson, Brendan Perlini, Warren Fogle, Dylan Holloway, and Kyle Turris. Of course, Holloway's going to need to get cleared to go down to Bakersfield at some point here. Bouchard and Cuckoo, and then Kolovanov, who's their, basically their uh, extra goaltender that's on the taxi squad right now. Now, in theory, by the time Edmonton plays the Ottawa Senators on Saturday night at 8 o'clock, in theory, Yamano, Yamamoto, Fogle, uh, Benson, Perlini, 
Bouchard and Cuckoo could all come off of the COVID protocol list. So that's a bit of a look at your Oilers Now lineup report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. As we head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one uh, trip. And uh, let's get started. Ken Holland on the show yesterday and did an availability as well yesterday, and he says the Oilers team is better than the record over the last 13 games. So the record indicates that we're not competitive, but when I look at the games individually, the games are up, up for grabs, but but this is professional sports, and you've got to find ways to win games, and we haven't. That's why I believe that, you know, this time now of, you know, this COVID break or whatever we've got going on with all these games delayed, it's going to give us a chance to kind of regroup, reset. We've had a lot of people out with COVID. They're going to start coming back here later this this week, and I know we all know here with 48 games to go, we got to hit the ground running once we get going here. All right. Uh, so that is Ken Holland, the Edmonton Oilers general manager. Much of the discussion circled uh, yesterday in the availability around, do you take a chance on Vander Kane? Um, and I brought up with Ken Holland, because it wasn't discussed in yesterday's media availability, whether or not he would consult with the leadership core on uh, decisions like this one. I, I've done that since 1997. So the answer to your question is yes. Do I ask? Do I ask the, you know, the guys, uh, the, the top, you know, the Connors and the Drys and Darnell nurses and, you know, one or two others? E- absolutely yes. Do I? I, I, I always, uh, you know, when I go into the off season, you know, uh, the free agency, I, I, I interview my, I talk to my players. Yes, I've done that for 25 years. All right, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Obviously, right now, things are on hold from the NHL's perspective. Also, from the Oilers' perspective, it's on hold. Even if Edmonton, I mean, it was interesting yesterday, Dan Milstein talked about the fact that could have a contract in place by the weekend. The Oilers, with the amount of players that they have on the COVID protocol list and some of the potential moves, like, they're going to have to move out a couple bodies, even if they do get a Vander game. Um, and one of the guys that some people might have looked at was Kyle Turris. Uh, and he now is on the COVID protocol list. So I have no idea how this is going to play out. I had somebody tell me this morning that uh, two new teams entered the fray, that lots of teams are looking at it. And you know what? That comes with the territory. We're going to have a former NHL general manager, Brian Lawton, at 135 today uh, give us his perspective on – sorry, at 1235, give us his perspective on things. I know you can, too, and you can text us on 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Pine Floors text line. Back into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Last night, Craig McTavish, former Oilers general manager and head coach, uh, now doing some analysis on Sportsnet broadcasts. He had these comments on Reed Wilkins' show, Inside Sports, on the potential of the Edmonton Oilers signing of Vander Kane. I think on a short-term show-me deal, I, th- I think... You know, that that's intriguing to teams. I think the thing that would I'd, I'd be cautious about would be bringing him in, much like the Sharks did when he went there on a pretty short-term deal. And he played very well, and it uh, morphed into a very long-term deal that didn't end up being a great, great signing. But I think, you know, I, I, I'm... With uh, Kenny Holland and Glenn Sather, and uh, people deserve uh, second chances. They generally all grow up uh, over time. I think that, uh, you know, are there some caution flags with this player? For sure. But you know that 
you know, with the leadership group and the caliber of players the Oilers have, they're going to be able to control him and he's going to be highly motivated. And, you know, those are good things for performance level for the individual and, and, uh, by extension, collective performance level for the team that signs them. And again, whoever signs them, it's an end-of-the-year short-term scenario. Whoever ends up getting them here. Now, we heard this morning maybe Tampa Bay was out. Um, and then I heard this morning a couple new players enter the fray and, and new organizations enter the fray. We'll see what happens here. You know, the NHL continues to investigate what happened as well. Uh, these are very unique times. And again, some of this had to do with him crossing the border. Uh in a scenario in which he's uh, had tested positive about eight days after. And, of course, you do have some jurisdictions. Like in the United States, the recommendation from the CDC was only five days. Now, he, he, he got suspended initially for faking a vaccination card. Most people would say that ain't too cool. Uh, so there's been mistakes made along the way. And there's other people that say, you know what, uh, guys do grow up in the end. We got a lot of people out there making uh, character and judgment uh, calls on a guy that they actually know, uh, probably don't know at all. I, I always find that sort of stuff interesting. It's, it's often the people that are uh, have the most skeletons in the closet that are the most judgmental. It's kind of been my experience in life. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be interested to... I, I will say this. Whoever gets Kane on a short-term deal is going to get a motivated player. I'll leave it at that. Uh, now, Reed Wilkins also had NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly on the show last night. He had some interesting comments um, on, and we're going to start, uh, Brendan, you've got these loaded for me here. We'll take the one first that says Canadian teams are going to have to play. The owners are going to have to make up a bunch of games here between February 7th and February 21st, which was supposed to be, in theory, the Olympic break. And he says, uh, regardless of whether or not Canadian teams are going to have uh, crowds, they're going to have to play. Ultimately, we have to get to that point, um, and if we want to maintain the integrity of the original uh, schedule um, window, um, you know, we're going to have to stop moving those games. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not making any uh, definite proclamations, and and you know, we'll continue to see how the world unfolds uh, in terms of, of of other postponements we have to do for COVID-related reasons and. And if there's an opportunity to to, to move uh, Canadian game club games to to preserve uh, the fans' ability to to watch them in person, uh, we'll certainly consider doing that. But but the, the the premise of the question is correct, which is that at some point we we uh, really don't have any uh, room left to continue to delay games in Canadian buildings. All right, uh, that is Bill Daly, who added some additional thoughts on the challenges of schedule alterations. So I know Steve Hasapetros, who is our chief schedule maker, um, is uh, working with the clubs this week uh, on a uh, proposed uh, revised schedule. And we certainly hope uh, we're in a position to, to issue that publicly uh, uh, sometime next week. The revised schedules that I have seen uh, do make full utilization of, the, of what, what would have been the Olympic break. Um, and do fit uh, the large majority of games that need to be rescheduled into that window. Uh, there are other uh, revisions that have been made 
um, really that should improve some team schedules actually because the last two months of the season we're going to be uh, jam-packed with games in part because of the Olympic schedule. We've been able to move some of those games around uh, in ways that should be beneficial to the clubs. All right, and one more comment. Again, Bill Daly appearing last night on Reed Wilkins' Inside Sports. Uh, he had these thoughts on the fact that the NHL, I mean, look at the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers are in a situation where Leon Dreisettle, Zach Hyman, Colton Sevier, Chris Russell, and then the two goaltenders, Mike Smith and Miko Koskin, those are the only uh, six players that uh, haven't tested positive right now for COVID with Kyle Turris going into COVID protocol today. Uh, here is Daly's comments on the NHL approaching herd immunity. Over 50% of our player population uh, has uh, uh, has tested positive for COVID at one, one uh, point or another during the course of the regular season to this point. So we're, we're getting to, to what uh, the medical experts like to talk about, huge, uh, herd immunity um, with respect to this. And I, I guess the good news of Omicron, it's, it's very, very contagious. That's the bad news. Uh, but the good news is that uh, for the most part, our players are not becoming uh, seriously ill. There you go. That is uh, Bill Daly. And again, the Oilers uh, with McDavid, Derek Ryan, and Tyson Berry back on the ice today. Um, Benson, Perlini, Fogel, Yamamoto, Holloway, Bouchard, Cuckoo, Konovalov, and now Kyle Turris. Uh, those are the players currently in COVID protocol. And Benson, Perlini, Fogel, Yamamoto, Bouchard, Cuckoo could all be in theory uh, with the five-day uh, window uh maybe even at practice by Friday after Edmonton canceled their practice on Sunday. That's an update for you. It's 12:23. We'll get to NHL today. We've already got lots of feedback on Evander Kane, uh, the potential of him being in the mix. Uh, we'll go get to those as well as NHL today for Drew Shamhorn and our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing when we return in Oilers now at 12:24. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chad. Thanks a lot, Leon. Uh, it is 12.26 in Edmonton, uh, and you can, uh, yeah. You can always text us in the Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Let's go, though, to NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing at 1226. Company-branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott back in the 630 Chad Studios. Yeah, you who absolutely neglected to update the actual schedule for tonight, so we'll bypass that and tell you that, as Bob mentioned, the NHL is investigating the incident that uh, caused San Jose to terminate Evander Kane's contract there when he tested positive for COVID on December 21st, and then he went home to Vancouver on December 29th. So obviously this situation will be monitoring very closely. Tuka Rask will make his season debut tomorrow night in his return to the Boston Bruins, 34-year-old son a one-year, $1 million deal. Minnesota signing defenseman John Merrill for three more years, $1.2 million AAV. And the Habs did claim uh, Rem Pitlick off the waiver wire from Minnesota. The KHL has suspended its season due to a COVID outbreak. So what ramifications might that have on the uh, Olympic teams? Bakersfield scheduled to host Stockton this Friday. And that's when, or actually, no, the next night, it is the 
Royal Kings hosting Brandon Saturday the 15th at uh, 2 p.m. at Rogers Place. All right, uh, NHL schedule tonight. Montreal is in Boston. Uh, it'll be Jake Allen against Linus Ulmark. Uh, Seattle's at Dallas. Grubauer against Get Ottinger. And the Maple Leafs continue their road trip out west. They are in Arizona. Uh, Mrazek against uh, Vaymelka. Those are your goaltending matchups. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-49. Ah, we'll give former defenseman uh, Mark a rip here. Let's uh he wants to jump into the fray. Bob, I don't agree that Evander Kane would be just a rental. I think Kane carries enough baggage that even if he is a good stint with wherever he lands, he will struggle to get a payday. I picture him in more of a Tyson Berry category in that he'll probably accept less to fit into a good situation. And former defenseman Mark adds, I'm by no means comparing Tyson and Barry's past to Kane's. I'm only comparing the discount of which Barry resigned for. I'm curious to know what the Oilers players' thoughts are of acquiring him. Obviously, uh, they won't come to light unless they acquire him, and it's positive. I'm all for giving Kane a second chance. That one comes to us from former defenseman Mark, who adds, take that, Spectre. Well, the argument would be uh, it's not a second chance. It's been more than that. Lots of you have uh, many perspectives on different things. We'll talk to a guy that's been in the chair, former NHL general manager, regular contributor to the show on Wednesdays, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network, after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.